That's the one, isn't it? Yes. Oh, that's a very kind welcome. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh, what a fantastic time of worship. Um, Jim mentioned uh, a bit about Friday night, and just just because we're all part of this together, aren't we? Like, and, and although we're not all there on Fridays, I just wanted to share a, a little bit of Friday night. Is this annoying? A little bit of Friday night that was really good and just God was so good to us and just there was a just a real sense of the declaration in heaven of victory that was declared and final and that there's something of that declaration over us all the time and often I I don't know about you but often I need reminding of it because my day-to-day circumstances don't always look like happy days I'm in victory. Woo-hoo. I don't always feel like that. Not everything around me looks that way. But you know what? In heaven, there's a declaration of victory because the righteous demands of a just judge have been fully satisfied on our behalf by Jesus. It's incredible that Jesus, on our behalf, has stood right in the gap of us and a holy God, and it's all all right. Everything's been made good. Do you know what I mean? So that we can receive wonderful love of that good good father that we've been singing about this morning that we can experience that for real i'm sorry i'll get i'll get emotional because i i find it hard not to it's just an incredible truth and that's that's the declaration that is over us 24 7 it can't be undone taken away or tampered with or altered in any shape or form it's an incredible truth and i just wanted to start with that because you know, it underpins everything of who we are. Every single thing we might talk about, try and do, or move towards, it's all on the back of that. It's all on the back of the Father's declaration of love for us, Jesus' declaration of it's finished, and, and we can just enjoy that. Yeah, there's stuff for us to do on the back of that, but we start from that place. And I'm um, oh, just getting a bit excited, so... Uh, just um, this morning, so there's some stuff we're going to talk about this morning, and on the back of that declaration of victory, I, I think, I fully believe there's some breakthroughs for some of us this morning, much like Jim shared that, that word of um, a bulb being underground. There's a couple of things we're going to touch on today, and, and I just believe God's going to move some of us on, and, uh, and it's going to be quite special. Um, I, I'm going to be talking really from I want to try and stick to the stuff that I know, and so by nature, I'm going to be talking really from, it's more of a prophetic thrust, I'm hoping that what I bring to you, uh, I'm, I'm not a teacher teacher, I'm not going to do word by word, Bible verse, Bible verse, I'm, this is rooted in the Bible, so I'm hoping, you know, I feel safe, but um, you might have to bear with me, some of you, we might go a little bit meandery, but um, it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Um, so just hold on, there might be some stuff that resonates with you, hold on to that, now that might be God speaking to you, touching your heart, there might be some other stuff, you think, well I don't know about that, but that's okay, you can let that go, or come back, ask questions, but whatever you do, don't ignore it, you know, like we had Simeon talking the other, the other week, and he's saying, you know, what are you going to do about it, well, one or the other, if you disagree, ask the question, that's fine, that's good, talk about it, if something's good for you, then great, get hold of it, and move on it. 
Well, I'm just going to pray, and then we're going to have some fun. I'll just, um, I just, we just love you, Jesus. We, we love who you are, and I know all that you've done. And just pray, Holy Spirit, um, that you come on us this morning. Just come fill this place. Touch our hearts, and, and we just, we just want to say that we're wide open to you. And all that you want to do, just would you come? Come move among us. We, we just love you. Come. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well. I'm going to start with a quiz. Off to the side. I'm really disappointed Bill can't be with us today. Bill's not been well. I'm sure a lot of us have been praying for him. But this is, this is gonna, it's going to be like a film quiz. And Bill loves his films. And, um, so he'd probably win this one. So maybe it's good that he's not here. Someone else can have a chance. Um, so I've got some props. And, uh, and there's prizes. To be honest, I might have over-egged it a bit. It's not really a quiz. There's one question and there's one prize. So, uh, <laughs> you know... But it's good, though. So, we all know what this is, don't we? Any takers? Got an umbrella, umbrella, right. We need some more. Come on, go. Yeah, we've got some more. This is like being in a 4D cinema. We got any... <laughs> na, 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 na. Abby Thomas! Oh, you're a winner. Have you heard of Mars bars in heaven? That's like a deferred prize. Heaven's come to earth. There it is. Whoa, boom. Get your Mars bar. Um, I had a, had a funny moment at the beginning of this year, and, and I just felt that um, God was talking to me, and I had, I had some, sort of, uh, some imagery of a whole lot of rain. And it just being there being loads of rain. I'm like, well, it wasn't raining as I looked out the window. I'm thinking, Lord, what, you know, what's, what's with the rain? And there's lots of imagery uh, in the Bible where um, rain is used as a metaphor. And I read up on it, and I'm thinking, what, you know, what's this? Uh, what are you saying? And, and, I, and I spent a bit of time kind of grappling with God a bit. And, and it felt to me as though God had some stuff to share with us. Um, it, it felt like God was saying, there's a lot of rain coming. And I thought, oh, great, thanks, Lord. That's an um, amazing revelation. We live in England. You know, <laughs> this is just like comedy. An Englishman prophesying rain is just like, well, really? Um, I'm kind of encouraged because you do get some testi- like prophets in the Old Testament. It's like God says, what's this? Oh, I see a tree. Ooh, bingo. Um, you know, so I'm, 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 I feel like I'm in good company. Um, the funny thing in this country is, is it's rain is something we, we just take it for granted, don't we? It happens pretty much all the time. It's not one day. You're pretty sure it might be the next. Um, we get quite a lot of it. Um, we presume upon it. We consider it basic, unremarkable, quite ordinary, run-of-the-mill. Uh, are we ever grateful for it? Maybe-ish, if you like your gardening sometimes. I don't know. Not, not really. We love having a good old whinge, don't we? English. Whinging about the weather. Um, 
It's funny though, but in other parts of the world, in other cultures, these are just, I'm just stating the obvious to some of us, you know, it's completely different. It's the other way around. Like there are other countries, nations in this world where their whole life depends on rain coming. Seasons, uh, so kind of um, calendars are built around when rain might come. Survival depends on when rain might come. Uh, you look in the Bible and in the, in the Jewish uh, culture, they built their calendar around it. Festivals uh, depended on when the rains came. Um, and the celebrations, feasts, everything revolved around the rain. And I find it interesting, isn't it? It's like our cultural perspective defines how we view the rain. Um, so the, and there's two elements to our perspective. So we can either view it as something we take for granted, same old, same old. It can even be negative. Here we go again. Flipping rain. Drab and mundane. I, I, I believe that God wants to speak to us together as we go into this year ahead. And that he wants to provide us with an opportunity to review our mindset concerning the truth of his provision amidst the ongoing and unremarkable. So just as there's rain coming, and we might be viewing it as, here we are again. Oh, well, God's on the move amidst that ongoing and unremarkable. And I feel like sometimes we can miss that. But I feel God also would want to remind us, do you know what, I'm at work, like in the bulb, underground, unseen, unremarkable. God's at work. Like when Jesus talked about the kingdom of God is at hand. Not often that was in the context of everyday stuff, but the kingdom of God's at hand. Uh, and, and I feel God would want to encourage us to keep coming back to that place. It's a really great graphic reminder, isn't it? Like it's something that we can see so often. There's the rain again. Oh, the kingdom of God is at hand. And I wonder, can we, can we get hold of that? I wonder if God might want plant to plant that inside of us a little bit. You know, when we're, I don't know, at the, at the sink washing up, doing the ordinary stuff of life, raining, or oh, the kingdom of God's at hand. I wonder what God's about. Because, you know what, sure as eggs is eggs, the living God is at work in each of us. And it's an incredible thing. It's an incredible thing. But often we can just forget it. Because we just, we, we do life. We get on with the stuff that's in front of us. It doesn't always look that exciting. You know, it, 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 it doesn't always look like, wow, revival's broken out today because I've got out of bed. <laughs> but you know what, God, the living God is at work in you and he's working out his purposes. And his promise is that, that that he starts, he will bring to completion. That is faithful and good. One of the things that um, like we, we touched on in the worship was about the, the goodness of God and just how good he is. And, and, and one aspect, one, one way that sometimes the Bible describes the goodness of God is his righteousness, his perfection, his spotlessness, his holiness. You know, and God is so good that he gives that to us in Jesus. It's an incredible thing like that any one of us with all the stuff of us, you know, we get given this gift righteousness in Jesus that's, that's incredible 
it's an aspect of God's grace. It's just remarkable love that he'd give us that perfection. Everything of Jesus he gives us. Oh, anyway. And I love it as well. So like Richard, we, talked, we, we talk a lot about grace in this church. I love it here. I love being part of this family. That we, this is such a grace-filled environment and family to be a part of. Um, you know, Richard talked last week about being in Graceland. That's where we are in Jesus. It's, um, I, I love being in such a, a generous and graceful family. We, we, honestly, we really have got something special here. I, 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 I've been in a couple of churches, not many, but there's a real distinctive here that is, that is so special. Um, but I know as well, we've still got room to grow. I know I still need to grow. I love the grace of God, but I've got so much more that I, I want to learn about it, experience of it, grow in it. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, well, that's the same for all of us. We, we, we've all got, there's, there's more, there's more for all of us. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about that today. Um, we're going to look at God's, a little bit of God's grace to us. That's our background. Everything, the background of God's grace to us. But then also what that enables us to do. Uh, and the grace of being able to give. And, and the discipline of that too. So grace isn't just woolly and nothing matters. The grace of God, oh, it's all right, God loves me. No, nah, it doesn't really matter about anything. No, no, when we really understand the grace of God, you know, like that, that brings some order. That means, oh yeah, no, because of the grace of God, I can, I can do this now. And we're going we're gonna to look at that a little bit. Um, so God's grace to us, the clue, obviously, is, it's, in the, it's in the first word. It's his grace. It's about his grace. Um, and, and the real blessing in life, it's, it's not about our stuff. It's not material. It's not about our jobs. It's not our relationships. It's not our health. You know what? It's to be found in Christ. To be in him. To enjoy him. To not have our sin counted against us. That is just an incredible thing. In heaven, there's not a list with sins getting totted up. There's no tally. There he is again. Who's on the leaderboard of sin? No, no, no. There's nothing like that in heaven. I mean, um, it's, 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 in fact, if anything, it's, it's the opposite way around. It, it describes us as being held up like trophies of the grace of God. Um, and, and like Isaac touched on this earlier, like the blessings of God, like surely his goodness and mercy will follow after me. Well, you know, also there's a sense in which his blessing, the blessing and favour of God in Christ has already overtaken us. It's already gone, like, like if you imagine uh, like a wave, a, a great surge, like a tsunami, that kind of imagery, this helps me. I don't know, it might help some of you, but I'm not talking about like a runner just cruising past. The, the goodness of God overwhelms and over, can, has overtaken us like a wave, it's, it's that much, it's overtaken and surrounded us, and, and um, it's an incredible thought, sometimes we can feel a bit more like, 
uh, if I don't read my Bible today, something bad might happen. Or when something, we don't have a good day, ah, oh, because I didn't spend time with God this morning. Well, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not true. That's not true at all. That's almost like believing more in the curses than the blessing, that God's somehow going to trip us up if we don't perform well enough. Well, no, 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 that's, that's not true at all. That's nothing about the nature of God. God's nature is, no, I want to bless you because I like you. And do you know what? I already have blessed you, and I'm going to keep on blessing you. Um, I'm not to say there aren't consequences for our actions, but you know what? Let's not lay them all at God's door when it doesn't quite pan out our way. It's, it's almost like saying that we can out-sin the gift of righteousness that Jesus has already presented us with I mean how ridiculous is that that somehow our failure can undo the goodness of God already demonstrated on the cross Uh, it's just just bonkers but yet I know sometimes we can we can almost slip into thinking that way I've done it we can we can all kind of go down that road and that and, and do you know what there's no real judgment in that because it's we're wired up to do it we're born into Adam, we're born into sin, and the desire then, therefore, to perform and cover up and make it right all by ourselves. Well, no, do you know what? God wants to move us from that place and has enabled us to move from that place into a place where, no, I trust you. I trust you, God, to make it right. I've trusted you. I trust you and your righteousness, not my own. Do it all by myself, righteousness. I trust your righteousness that you've given me. Just for a bit of Bible, just so I'm not chantering on too much. I want to back this with a Bible, okay? Romans 1:16. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone. Is it who works hard enough? No, who believes. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. It's for everyone. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God has been revealed. Righteousness that's by faith, from first to last. From first to last. Whose is it? It's God's. Who's it for? For everyone. And it's by faith. It's by faith. It's not us working it up. 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's incredible. And just so you can, like, imagine for a moment you're listening to a proper preacher. We'll have some Greek. Um, so the word used for salvation in that Romans verse, it says, is, is, is the word soteria. Soteria means it's a combination of a few things. It means preservation, protection, peace, and prosperity. It's quite a wholesome word. That's, that's, that's the salvation that's being described in that verse. So for the, for the well-being of everyone who believes. That's the power of God at work, the gospel, the good news of who Jesus is. It brings these things. So, you know, why do we receive these things? Like preservation, protection, peace, prosperity. Well, we receive it by faith, but we receive it because we're in Christ. We're now in Christ. So everything that is of him, everything of who he is, that's where we are. That's who we are. You know, at, 
we, 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 we kind of, we come to Jesus and we receive him, who he is, everything of him. So I'm going to touch on, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, I'm getting ahead of myself. The trick shot is, I think, in, in the context of the sort of prophetic picture of rain that I shared at the beginning, sometimes that too is something that, sadly, we can take for granted. It can be like, yeah, do you know what, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm all right. And it, it, and, and it can be a bit like we just get on with normal stuff in a normal way with no reference, with no sense of joy. I can do this. No sense of joy at, well, who am I now? I'm in Christ. I have the righteousness. I have the righteousness of God in Christ. No, it's a wonderful thing. But do you know what? Sometimes we can we can take that for granted, can't we? And and it and it can just be words on the page. It can be a truth we assent to, but not something that affects our hearts. Um, wonderful thing is we can come back to Jesus, and the Holy Spirit again and again can make this stuff real to us, uh, and it can be as as the newest thing in the world and grow it as well make more of it and enlarge it in us um, so just like just like our righteousness that's owned by God given to us comes by faith from first to last it's similar actually with also our, I think our, our material possessions so excuse me it might like seem like a bit of a tangent but I think now these two subjects we can bring them together and and they f- they really help help each other we've got a good understanding of grace and who we are in Christ actually this this radically changes how we view what we consider our possessions our money our paycheck our gyro our pocket money whatever it might be our stuff I mean if we understand the grace of God changes everything with this stuff over here Um, because it all comes from him all comes from him everything that we we think that we own, can't we have nothing outside of what God's given us? Absolutely nothing. Diddly squat. Um, whether, it's, whether we consider it to be a lot, some of us might be minted. I don't know. We can chat afterwards. Some of us might not. Either way, it's all from God. And, and you know what? And God's looking on, going, well, I've given you this. Have fun. What, you know, what are you going to make of it? Because... Whether it's a lot or a little, there's something that we can use it for. There's always something that we can be, use it for. I mean, you look in the, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, Jesus held up the widow with two coins over everybody else. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the amount that was the issue. It was the attitude of heart. And, and what she, she gave everything that she had. So, so it's a real encouragement, isn't it? So I, I, I remember... Um, I remember church when when i first became a christian actually i didn't i didn't earn a lot of money but um i I got quite excited by the fact that i started earning a wage this was a first thing for me this was new i had a job i earned money oh what can i do with it and um so my thing was when the when the um when the collection offering moment came was i i i I had uh i had 20 pounds to give and this was a you know that was was more than my 10 percent i i used to fold it up because I didn't want anyone to know, because it was my secret gift from God. And I think I probably misread that verse where it talks about, don't let your left hand know what the right hand's doing. And um, I just wanted it to be a secret between me and God, and I'd fold this up into a tiny little square about that big. 
And, you know, as the, as the thing went past, I'd just, just flip, flip it in. And, and I'd be quite pleased with myself. And then probably about six weeks into this routine, there was, there was a notice at the front. And uh, um, so could whoever's uh, kindly giving and folding up their notes into tiny little <laughs> things. That's me, that's me. I've been seen, I've been spotted in a kind of self-righteous kind of way. Could they please stop it? It's really hard work unfolding it at the end. And, you know, <laughs> okay, I'll stop doing that. But that was my giving a little. And um, the funny thing is, is... Um, I, I found my, I mean, this was some years ago, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the grace of God, really, that, you know, that one thing with, with regard to the, the, the money stuff, I, I, I find myself now, I've, I've been a plasterer for years, and actually before that, you know, actually I, I, I grew up, and it was a bit of a mixture, and I left home quite early, and I had to fend for myself, and in the doing of that, being a bit of a messed up monkey, I mean, my thing, I... I got mixed up with all sorts of people and I used to sell drugs and I did stupid, stupid things. Uh, but, so my day revolved around waking up, how can, how can I get five pounds a day? How am I going to get what I need so that my body will work and I can function? And it was so me-focused. I mean, my whole world revolved around how am I going to get that money to school so that I can function today? That, that, that was my world. And, and, I, and I look on a world, there was, there was a leap several years forward to... The situation I just described God brought me to a place of repentance and, and he broke into my life and changed me and just started to change me in amazing ways. And, and so one outworking of that was, well, I, I suddenly discovered it wasn't all about me anymore. It was all about him and, oh, what I got, oh, what, what a bonus. I've got money. I could give this stuff away. <laughs> Fantastic. So I started to give. And, and now I look on a few years later and, and God's just blessed me with, with a bit of a building ability and, and I've got a wonderful team of guys who work with us and, and has grown something of our business that now uh, we're in a place where we enable others to give. So um, something we're doing at work at the moment because I, I, I'm, really, I'm so privileged because I get to kind of, I get to sit among this team of guys who are brilliant and work really hard and, and God brings us work and, and we do our best to do, you know, do a good job and um, and I've been giving away to various things over a few years, and, and, and I think we've, we've given to, I think in this, this last year, so there's three different countries. I mean, we're not talking, we can give around the world. So do you know what, our, our giving can affect nations. I can think of three different, two in Muslim-majority countries, one in, one in Wales, and we, we know they need help, because obviously. Um, <laughs> and, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but we've been able to do that regularly. But I've been doing that on my own. And, and recently, what's been really cool is I, I put it to all the lads at the beginning of the year. Look, can we, how about we all think together, what is it that stirs you that you want to give to? So yeah, it's great we can come to work, earn a living, support our families, get skills, bless others, all of those things. But the money we're making, let's not just leave it at my door. Let, I, I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need money, but I want to give it away. But actually... I'll, why don't you own the giving away thing? What is it that moves you? What do you want to support? And um, first, it's a really interesting journey. We're learning, well, what's that look like? It's not all, our, not all our team are Christians, and this is a whole new concept for them. But I'm, I'm thinking, well, this is exciting. Do you know what I mean? We're setting a culture that is really distinct among all the people that we work alongside. You know, not many other people do that. 
it's quite an unusual thing in the, in the world we live in that we work to give away. Well, oh no, this is, this is different. I love it. I, I think it's, it's incredible. It's, that's the kingdom of God being at hand, isn't it? Where we prefer other people, but becoming real. So, I should look at my notes now and then. comes down to um, like who we consider our provider, um, our ability to give uh, depends on who we consider our provider. If we consider ourselves to be our provider, it greatly minimises our potential, Well, because our resources are finite. They're so limited. Um, it, you know, simple maths, isn't it? It's all about my gyro, my pension, my pocket money, my paycheck, whatever it might be. It's quite limited. But when we consider that our Father in heaven is our provider and he owns it all, he can, he can outmaneuver all of those limitations quite easily. Um, and that enables us, well, gives us a great deal more liberty with the things that we do have in our hands. When we have an understanding that, well, no, God sits behind this and he's so much bigger. And, and, and there's ways that he can, he can do things that we could never imagine. Um, at the same time, and, you know, there's some wisdom with this as well, isn't there? I think, like, stewardship's an important thing. Um, but it's how we consider it. I've, I've often had stewardship as a word being kind of misunderstood. And it, it can be viewed almost like uh, stewardship is a, a perpetual saving up for the worst possible eventuality at all times. Well, yeah, it's good to be prepared. But if we've got a mindset of let's always be ready for something that might not ever happen, we miss out a lot in the meantime. Does that make sense? Um, no, I think stewardship actually, in the light of God's generosity, is, well, how do we look after what we've got for now in order to give it away? That's what, it's, that's what God's given it us for. It's so we can give it away and bless others. Like with everything that God gives us, it's not for us. Yeah, well, there's, there's something of us in the meantime, but in order to pass on, share that goodness with others. Uh, that, to my mind, is good stewardship. So, yeah, there's, there's ways we can do that. So I'm going to leap on a little bit. So like a discipline of giving, I'm going to touch on three things. And I wanna, I'll rattle through them quickly because I want to pray a bit at the end. But um, good stewardship, and like Joseph, read about Joseph in the Bible. He's one of my heroes. You know, he had integrity, and he put the integrity to work. So even when he had nothing, he was in prison, his integrity went to work. And you look further down the line, God blessed him to bless nations. Nations came to him, and they were fed out of the wealth of those storehouses. That came from the very little bit that he had at the time. It grew out of his character of integrity. Um, so anyway, back to the point. Three things, discipline of giving. Tithing to the local church. Okay, number one. Okay, it's the best thing in the world. Now, for some of us, we talk about grace and then you talk about tithing. Oh, that sounds like a rule, Dave. Are you saying we should do the... Well, no, do you know what? I think if we establish a habit that's rooted in grace, habits develop character. And a habit developed in grace develops a character of grace. 
Um, I, I know um, uh, for me, for example, I, I said earlier, oh, we give them to three nations. At the time of preparing this, a few weeks back, I had in my head about seven or eight. So I was thinking, oh, I'm such a good lad. I've done this. I've done this. I, I think I know what I'm talking about. And actually, I sat down and reviewed it, and I was living on stuff we'd given over three or four years. And, but somehow it was live in my mind. I felt like, yeah, I've done this recently. But the reality was, no, that was past. And uh, I, I looked, so this was a sobering thing for me, I looked at our giving over the previous year. Well, I whittled it down to the three things I mentioned, as well as the local church here. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. It's good. I'm not beating myself up. But the reality check was helpful for me because I saw in that you know, my, my dedicated and regular giving, where we set up some standing orders, we've done uh, regular things in, in a regular way, outstripped the more spontaneous and oh, I'm moved for this thing by a long way. Um, and and, and that, that underlined a good lesson for me. You know what, that, that habit, it's a good habit. It's not a law. It's not one to uh, kind of make you feel like you have to do it. You know, that's, 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 that's not it. But it's, it's about grace. We don't need to prove or keep up. Um, and the reason I love the local church, if, the local, if our local churches fail, everything fails. Okay, that's where we begin there. There's a billion other good things around in the world, and there really are. And let's, let's, let's bless them and support them. But let's begin here, um, or your local church, wherever that might be, be committed. Um, secondly, so, and, and Malachi 3, verse 10, is just ace in this. I, I, I love, it's one of my favorite verses. Bring the whole tithe into the star, storehouse that they may be food in my house. Test me in this, says God. Whoa. I don't think it's like a challenge, but you know, and, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have enough room for it. Now, I don't think that's necessarily about material blessing. There's a blessing that God gives in our hearts um, that, is, that goes far beyond that, far beyond the material stuff. But what we do with our material stuff, actually, it, 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 it's an indicator of where our hearts are. And it's an indicator of, well, where's my heart in relation to God? And am I able to receive blessing from God in my heart um, by virtue of how am I investing it? Um, secondly, so regular and strategic giving. Um, I'm not talking about tithing now. It, it's a good thing. So prioritize, do something, budget for it, save and give. It's a good thing. It's just a good thing. That's what we like to do in our household, in our business. Um, and thirdly, isn't it great as well to be spontaneous and led by the Spirit? It's, it's really easy when we, when we really do consider everything we have is his anyway, though not ours. It, it's really easy then. Oh, I feel the Spirit's telling me that oh, I can, oh, I've got this. And, and, and it, it might be to any number of things. Um, 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 6. Again, this is just, just quickly. Again, this is one of my favorites. Is, uh, now, brothers, we want you to know about the grace that God's given the Macedonian churches. Out of the most severe trial, they're having a hard time, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. 
I mean, it's just incredible, isn't it? This, there it is in the Bible. These guys had nothing. They were getting loads of stick. But do you know what? They had a joy in Christ that meant, well, do you know what? I, I can still give. I've still got stuff to give. Um, even when it might not have looked like a lot, they could still do it with joy. Um, entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of doing it. Uh, it was just, I find that really inspiring. And um, so I say all this, I know, I know, I know us, and I know us as a really generous bunch of people. We've been, we've been giving, uh, as an us, you know, there's been the granary, there's been all sorts of different things. And it's part of like our DNA, feels like here at Hope Church that we're a giving church. I know we, a lot of us, we understand this. So I, I, I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, Dave, what, what are you banging on about this for to me? We know this, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what, there's, I, I just kind of feel like, well, let's, let's keep doing it. I want to encourage us. And, and for some of us, well, maybe, no, there are some more steps to take and go, go further down this road. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that together. Um, so I just, just in conclusion, and I, w- I want to pray a bit. Um, just, uh, I said we were talking about grace. You know, we, we talked a lot about the righteousness of God that's been given to us at the beginning. And, and, and here we are, we've landed talking about money and stuff. But um, I just think, you know, one affects the other. So much, they, they hang in tandem. They, they, they don't, they're, not, they're not separate issues. And um, just, I'm just going to throw it out there. How are we with that? Uh, how are we in being established in understanding that gift of righteousness that God's given us? You know, you can, you can only teach this so far. Paul, actually, who taught it more than anyone else, got it by revelation. That's when it became real to him in his heart. And do you know, the wonderful thing with revelation is we can ask God for more. Yes, some of that comes by teaching. Uh, it does, but there's a revelation by the Spirit that does something else. Um, and, and I feel God wants to give some of us more of that today. There's a revelation to come of tonight. You are the righteousness of God in Christ because He's done it. He's done it for you, for you, for you, not just other people. And 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 for some of us as well tonight. There's um. I, I feel almost like God would just like to. Help us ease the purse strings a little bit. And, and just in our minds, even the concept of my money. Well, is it really? And, uh, and maybe help us with that. Because it's so liberating when we don't feel like it's ours. So much freedom when it's not ours. Because it's his and it's good. Um, so we'll, we'll pray in a minute and I'll just... I just want to come back to the beginning of where we talked about the rain. And uh, I just want to kind of leave us with that, really. And, uh, you know, next time we're stuck in traffic, at the sink, washing up, whatever it is, and and we look at the rain around us, and um, I I wonder if we can use that as a visual reminder. You know, this might look like same old, same old. But, you know, much like rain is drab here, it brings life somewhere else. God's doing stuff. God's at work. The kingdom of God is at hand. And even with the stuff I might take for granted, there's a lot that, can be, that God can bring it to life. 
with. And, uh, and it might sound like mental trickery, but you know what? I feel like if, if we allow God to speak to us, he can do that. You know, and, and um, yeah, you know, I, wa- I want us, I, I'd just love to us, for us to just remember, like, the outrageous abundance we've been born into just, just by virtue of living in this country. We've got an insane amount of stuff. The, the, the material comfort we have access to is just insane. It's ridiculous and, and far beyond what we need. Um, but, and, and not only that, there's the extravagance of the spiritual realm we're now in in Christ. Uh, it's just insane again. Far beyond, beyond what we could ever imagine or muster up ourselves. And I wonder if we have those things to mind when we're just looking at the grey and the mundane and the same old, same old. I, I dream of us being like a community that um, on the back of those things, that among us there's people who make millions to give millions. And I, 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 that sounds like so far out there, millions, but you know, I really don't see it that far for a God who's so much bigger. Millions is only a couple of steps away. And I, and I believe God's going to unlock that, the ability to earn in people among us so that we can resource and give away to that kind of tune. Um, but it might well start with two coins from a widow, five loaves, two fishes, quite unremarkable gifts, but God can use it to feed thousands. So um, I think I just pray, and I've, we, we push for time, haven't we? So I'm sorry, thanks for bearing with me. Um, if anyone would particularly like prayer at the end, I'd love to pray for, for, for guys. If you, if you want to just feel like, I, I just want to know more of the grace of God for me. Yeah, just, I'd love to pray for you, Jim, Richard, myself. If, if some of you feel stirred, you know, I, I, I'd love to be able to give more. I, I'd, I'd love to know how it is, God, would you, could you use me to earn and give? Could you unlock something in my circumstance that, I can prosper in order to provide for others. Again, I'd love to pray for you. Gordon's got a real gift at helping people with that. I've had the benefit of some of Gordon's ministry in that respect. And um, So again, I'm going to pray and then I guess we call it a day. But if either of those two prongs uh, resonate with you, come and get it. All right? Um, okay, Father, I just I thank you. I thank you that you're good. I thank you for your extreme generosity to us in Jesus. Uh, it's incredible. We, we are just awestruck by it. And um, I love you. Love you so much for it. So I just, I just ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'd um, keep growing us. Keep growing us in our understanding and ability to receive your grace. And also our understanding and ability to receive your provision and to give it away to others too. God, would you bless us to be a blessing in this city and in the nations. Amen. Amen.